0: Are you considering starting your journey to obtain legal status in the United States and you're not sure where to begin? That's why in today's video, I'm going to show you the method that has helped thousands of people achieve legal status in the United States. It's called the 953 method. This video is the first part of a series where I'll introduce you to different alternatives that can assist you on this journey so I invite you to subscribe and turn on notifications to receive updates on the upcoming videos in this method. However, if you want to know the details of this method, as well as the requirements for each of these paths, I invite you to get a copy of my book, Nine Ways to Obtain Legal Status in the United States, available on Amazon. But I have a gift for you. Stay tuned until the end of the video to discover this surprise. Without further ado, let's get started. Let's begin with the first path that will help you on your journey to obtain legal status. In the 953 method, we're talking about nine steps to achieve legal status. And the first number one step to achieve legal status is the family petition. This is where the family petition process in which a US citizen or lawful permanent resident requests a visa for a family member so that he or she can legally live in the United States. Before we continue, it's important to know who the beneficiary and the petitioner are. Let me explain. If you have a close relative who's a US citizen, such as your spouse, your parents, or adult children over 21, they can apply for you to obtain legal status. This means this close family member is the petitioner and you, the immigrant, become the beneficiary who's gonna receive the benefit. Once you meet all the requirements and your application is approved, you can begin adjusting your status and become a permanent lawful resident with all the social benefits provided by the US government. Keep in mind, there are people who may consider as close family, but the government doesn't see it the same way. For instance, your grandparents, uncles, aunts, nieces, nephews, cousins, domestic partners, friends, or even boyfriend, girlfriend, unless you intend to marry. This is just the first and most popular path. Let's move on to step number two, or path number two, the LIFE Act. The Legal Immigration Family Equity Act, also known as 245i, allows you to obtain legal status from within the United States if you are a beneficiary of an approved petition. It means you need someone to file for you. Even if you entered illegally or you overstayed your visa, the petitioner can only help you if you qualify for a waiver normally. This would mean that you would have to leave the United States and then return after staying in the United States for a period of time to get your green card. This law is similar to the first path for a family petition, but with certain differences that could be beneficial in your case. The LIFE Act forgives your the manner of your entry. So you can have a family-based visa or an employment-based visa, and you pay a $1,000 fee and you're able to get your lawful status inside the United States. Sounds good, right? Unfortunately, every path has its conditions. The problem is that the LIFE Act expired on April 30th, 2001, over 20 years ago. Those who currently use it are mostly people had someone filed for them years ago or had their parents filed for them when they were children now those are the only ones that can use this because it's been 20 years later the good news is that if you meet the requirements you can still apply even today even though we're 20 years after it expired let's talk about the third path but before that let me ask you a question do you have a direct family member who is currently serving or has served in the u.s military if so great news for you path number three Parole in place could be an alternative for you to achieve legal status. But first, what is parole in place? It's an important tool to protect family members of military service members and allow them to stay together in the country while they fulfill their duties. The parole permission forgives illegal entry, at least one illegal entry, and The decision to grant permission is discretionary. What does it mean for permission to be discretionary? It means you have to prove that you deserve it. If this is your situation, it's a great alternative for you to live and work legally in the country while your family member continues their military service without worrying about your legal status. Even if they finished their military service, you can still file today as long as they were honorably discharged. Let's continue with the next path. Number four, provisional unlawful presence waiver. You might know what unlawful presence is, but if you're not sure, don't worry. I'll explain so you can understand whether this path is your best option. Unlawful presence refers to the time you've spent in the United States without being legally admitted or without conditional permission, or if your visa has expired. Basically what it means, you entered illegally or you entered legally and you overstayed. And originally, by choosing this path, you would have had to leave the United States and apply for a waiver outside the United States. This means you would be separated from your family for months or if not a year. And if you didn't qualify, you could be away from your family for three or 10 years. Sounds like a risky path, doesn't it? But The rules have changed. And now your spouse can apply for a waiver for you when you're within the United States. Does this mean you don't have to leave the country? Well, not entirely you still have to return to your country of origin to receive your immigrant visa at the U.S. consulate, but only after your waiver has been approved. It doesn't sound so bad after all, now does it? This alternative could be your best option if you're married to a U.S. citizen, but or if your parents are U.S. citizens or lawful permanent residents. But remember, as with any path, there are conditions, one of which is proving that your spouse would suffer extreme hardship with you and that your application should be approved at the discretion of immigration authorities. Now, it could be your spouse that shows extreme hardship, it could be your parents, or it could be both, but they have to be either US citizens or lawful permanent residents. If you still haven't found your path, don't worry, I got five more for you. So without further ado, path number five, U-Visa. It's one of my favorites as it provides an opportunity to help an entire family with a single petition. Doesn't happen very often if you apply for a visa you're in the United States and this petition is approved even your children if they're underage and even if they're living outside the country can receive permission to be reunited with you in the United States as dependents on your U visa but what is this visa about this type of visa is designed to investigate and prosecute criminals rewarding the victim with legal status To obtain this visa, you must assist the authorities with information about the crime. If successful, you can have benefits like U visa status in the United States for three or four years. Work authorization. U derivative visa for your family members, such as spouses, children, and parents who've committed domestic violence or human traffic crimes. You can also apply for permanent residence after three years. You can cancel current deportation proceedings or ones that happened in the past. Path number six, VAWA. I've already showed you five paths where having a close family member willing to help you could be your best option towards legal status. But we also have to consider a situation where your spouse doesn't want to help you on your journey to achieve legal status. So what can you do if you're in danger due to a close family member or spouse? The Violence Against Women's Act prevents citizens and permanent residents from using their status to abuse, force, control or intimidate their family members. It allows you to apply for legal status without the abuser's knowledge or consent. It means you don't need their permission. It also grants employment authorization. It forgives charges for illegal entries, at least one, and, st- and for overstaying, and forgives certain criminal charges. Although the acronym VAWA stands for Violence Against Women, it's important to know you could also apply if you're a man. The key to VAWA is the physical or emotional abuse you suffered. This means you need to prove it. So I recommend keeping all the evidence that can help you in this situation. Remember, evidence is crucial. The next path applies to individuals under 21 years old who can prove they can't be reunited with one or both parents because they were abused, neglected, abandoned, or something similar under state law in the state where you're living. This is path number seven, special immigrant juvenile. Special immigrant juvenile classification allows you to stay in the United States and later become a permanent lawful resident. While waiting for your green card, you can receive employment authorization, which allows you to apply for social security number and a driver's license. A significant advantage of this path is that you don't have to return to your home country of origin and you don't need to file for a waiver. It might be a lengthy process but for some individuals it's one of the few options to obtain legal status despite recently entering the united states the next path is also designed for individuals facing difficult situations asylum before i explain what this path entails let's clarify who asylees and refugees are asylees and refugees are individuals fleeing persecution in their home country based on reasons such as race, nationality, political opinion, religion, or membership in a social group. What do I mean by membership in a particular particular social group? Well, honestly, this definition keeps on changing, but right now, it refers to individuals who share a characteristic they cannot or should not be expected to change. It's something that sets them apart is not tolerated and motivated persecution by an oppressor. For example, gender, you know, male or female, social class, poor, rich, age, sexual orientation, or disability. Refugees apply for status outside of the United States, and that's usually with a non-governmental entity, while asylees apply within the country, so either at an airport, a port of entry, or somewhere within the confines of the U.S. If approved, both, whether asylee or refugee, will get what's called refugee status. Remember what I said about evidence being important? If this is your best path, you're going to need to prove that you fear persecution. That is torture, imprisonment, or physical abuse if you return to your home country. We've reached the last of the nine paths you could take if you want to achieve legal status in the United States. This path could be very useful if immigration is not attempting to deport you. Path number nine is cancellation of removal. If you have a green card or are married to a US citizen or the holder of a green card, or have children that are US citizen or lawful permanent residents, and you can show that they've experienced extreme and unusual hardship, then there's a way to, abstain to obtain legal status. But what if you're undocumented and believe you qualify for cancellation of removal? most USCIS offices won't put you in deportation proceedings just so you can apply for this defense. Until now, the only way to apply for this law is by requesting asylum first. And if asylum is denied, you could be put into removal proceedings referred to as deportation proceedings. And this is where you can apply for your defense. However, it's a risky maneuver. You have to be absolutely sure you're going to be successful. Otherwise, you're gonna get deported. So in this case, evidence is really not enough. You need to prepare a strong asylum case and a strong cancellation removal case. So I recommend seeking the help of a specialized immigration team like Andres Mejer Law. We've reached the end of this video. I hope these nine paths are helpful to you on your journey to achieve legal status. Remember, this is the first of a series of videos where I'll discuss more options to achieve legal status. And we're gonna talk about the 953 method Today, we just talked about the nine steps. In the next video, we're gonna talk about the five things that could disqualify you and otherwise affect your journey. But you have to first have a path, which is why we're talking today. So thank you for watching until the end of this video. It's time for me to reveal this surprise. My book, Nine Ways to Obtain Legal Status in the United States is available on Amazon. But if you visit our website, I'll leave it in the description, you can get a copy completely free normally valued at $29.95 plus shipping and handling. Visit the site, download the book, and if you've already started your journey to legal status, don't hesitate to contact my team. We're here to help you find the best path for you. Subscribe and turn on notifications down below so you don't miss out all on this information that will surely be very useful to you or anyone you might know that's interested in starting their journey. Thank you for staying with me until the end. See you in the next video. Goodbye for now. Hey. Did you like the video? I invite you to watch another video where I share more tips on how to protect your reputation as an immigrant. Until next time.